This is Sport Analysis Network, Nigeria Football. I remain a regular anchor, Abdul Hamid Abdikarim. You can also call me Football Jurist. Yes, coming up on this episode, we shall be reflecting on the glorious and historic performance of the Flamingos at the just concluded FIFA Under 17 World Cup, where the Under 17 ladies won bronze medal for the first time ever in the yes in the history of Nigeria. Yes, of course, and also on the show today, we shall also be reflecting on this victory of the Olympic Eagles over the young Taifa stars of Tanzania. Yes, I shall not be walking alone on the show. I have with me Amza Alasa. Amza, it's good to have you back on the show. Very well, Abdulhamid. It's my pleasure joining the program. It promises to be an exciting one. Let's hit the ground running. All right, let's hit the ground running. Let's start from Bankole, Olowo, Kedis, ladies. I mean, let's talk about the Flamingos. The Flamingos won the bronze medal. Yes, having defeated Germany, the young German ladies, via penalty shootout. I mean, you shouldn't forget that we lost the semi-final to the Colombians. But then, the ladies showed their tenacity to beat the Germans. We should forget. Also, in that encounter against the Germans, the ladies went three goals up before the Germans resuscitated their hope, also, their hope of winning the bronze medal. To equal the level, uh, to equal the scoreline by three-hole draw, which forced that encounter to a penalty shootout. But then, regardless of the ladies losing the three-goal lead, Amza, we also, we also agree with me that the end justifies the means. Very well, absolutely, Abdul Hamid. It was one that ended well. Yes, you mentioned the um, semi-final. Um, lost to the Colotti shootouts. But again, truly, the end justifies the means, especially when you want to look at these Falconets, these young girls, sorry, Flamingos, these young girls who in the very first match um, lost by two goals, uh, by one goal to two against this same German national female on the 17th side. They did not let them to dampen their spirit as it were. They went ahead to win the second match, won their third match, uh, eliminated USA, in the quarterfinals. Yes, that was true penalties, but again, they never let the U.S. national team, under-17 team in this case, to have the better of them over 90 minutes. That match, you recall, ended by one goal apiece. Then they also played a goalless draw against the Colombians before ultimately um, they lost on penalty kicks. Even at some point, prior to the fifth penalty kick, Nigeria had the advantage. The Flamingos had the advantage, but again, Penalty is about luck. Penalty is about lotteries before they bowed out in that match in the semifinals, not able to play in the finals. But one thing I want to say to Abdul Hamid is give it to this girl. And of course, their handlers, um, ably led by a coach, Bankole Olowo Kiri, whom in spite of all odds, odds in the sense that they lost their first match. And also in this um, third place match, uh, as at this 60 minute mark, the hour mark, they were leading by three goals to nothing. They fluffed it. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, they were able to come out victorious. Congratulations to them in St. Alda, Abdul Hamid. Yes, congratulations to the young ladies. Yes, I mean, Amza, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I, I, mean, I wouldn't be saying nonsense. I won't be speaking in nonsense if I said that these ladies deserve to be named as the national team of the year. Yeah, it is relative, but it might be a bit arguable. Yeah, some school of thought have the opinion that eight great competitions like this, the under 17, are not necessarily to win tournaments. You get they are not necessarily to win tournament, but uh, 
seniority and the be debatable. But, but to an extent, I will agree with you. This team, yes, I will align with your position for the simple reason that this is the best any Nigerian female football team had gone in any competition, be it the Olympics for the Falcons or the World Cup for the Falcons, the Female World Cup for the Falcons, the Falconets Female World Cup, that is the under 20 and the Flamingos. This is the best any Nigerian female soccer side at what level under 17, 20 or the Super Falcons had placed. No any other team had won a bronze at whatever level in this uh, world stage that is talking about female football now who should be named the um, national team for the world. I have to open seemingly beginning to heal uh, heal wounds. Uh, we did not qualify for the World Cup. We had an a very abysmal showing in the African Cup of Nations. Our Falcons did not do very well in the African Women Cup of Nations. The Falconets, as it were, did not go very far in the female under-20 World Cup. Again, our home-based um, Eagles did not qualify for the African continent. So I think it's in order to say this is the best female, uh, this is the best team of the year for Nigeria, in spite of the fact that we, rec we recognize the fact that the age gold competition is not necessarily to win, but to group talent, to expose talent, and also to discover talent for the senior teams. I agree with you, Abdul Hamid, in a nutshell. I mean, yeah, I mean, talking about these ladies, I mean, which of them or caught your high? I mean, which of these ladies do you think can become the next Asat Oshola? Uh, Ajakai Abdul Hamid, straight on, without mincing words. Okay, I mean, I mean, she had a very fantastic tournament. I mean, you shouldn't forget that this lady, she also absolutely Abdul Hamid. He back three goals and routes, I mean, to that tournament. I mean, during the qualifiers. I mean, talking about Bankole Lowokiri, I mean, this guy. Yeah, I mean, he has also earned himself. I mean, I mean, he has earned himself a good reputation. And I, I would want the NFF to keep him in charge of the under 17. Or do you want him to, do you want, do you like to see him progress to the under 20 along with these girls? Amza, where do you stand? Uh, personally, both would have been uh, very, very good. But since you cannot do both at the same time, I would rather he stays with the under 17, discover and groom talent for graduation to the um, senior levels, Abdul Hamid. Let him stay with the under-17. Let him continue to discover and groom talent for us, Abdul Hamid. Yes, exactly. And yes, I mean, another talking point from this is that, I mean, what next for these ladies? I mean, more often than not, when we see Nigerians, young Nigerians go for today's tournaments, you see little of them make it to the top. What next for these ladies? During this tournament, I heard the young the Americans, they came with their school teachers just to show you that they have a plan in place for them, even after the tournament. I agree with you, Abdul Hamid. But normally, when you look at them, um, things like this, it, uh, it, it doesn't really happen. Um, it's not um, a plus and minus that um, the whole team will graduate to under 20 levels. But one thing I need to say, One thing about football is that friends um, strike it and um, strike it um, uh, begin to do very well at the earliest. At the earliest, at the under, at the under fifteen, if they are fifteen, they are sixteen. You be you discover that they will begin to do very well, and one way or the other, naturally, 
maybe their game begins to you know, dive at some certain level when they begin to get to 19 and 20. While some players, you begin to discover them when they are 19, 20. Some begin to show brilliantly when they are 20, 19 or thereabout. The point I am making, Abdul Hamid, is the bulk of this team will hope to see them graduate to the under 20 levels and ultimately the, to the Super Falcons. Of course, if they do very well, Abdul Hamid, there is always that tendency that they will graduate. I had a discussion with somebody. I said, oh, yes, in Nigeria, there could be the issue of corruption and things like that. But one thing, Abdul Hamid, one thing that um, you can't take away, once a player is doing very well, in this case, football specifically, a coach who wants to get his name in gold would not want to ignore that player. Again, if these players do very well, they still have, all of them are 17 years and below. They have 18, 19, 20. Those of them will, that will do very well, that will continue to sustain the momentum, will do very well. And of course, not all the players in this tournament had performed very, very well. So some of them will drop by the wayside, while some of them will progress. But basically, my own measurement, my own yardstick for success for this team is at least, I, I hope to see um, at least 50% of them in the next stage, that is the Falconets and ultimately the Super Falcons as the years run by Abdul Hamid. I mean, if we ever want to win the Women's World Cup, I mean, the senior uh, Women's World Cup, this is where it begins. We need to notice these ladies, the senior national team, and of course, add more ladies to them and show that we can have a formidable squad that can win all the World Cup, uh, yes, in the future. I mean, I'm just talking about the ladies. I mean, we Absolutely. saw some Nigerians promising the under 23 guys huge amount of money just for them to win against the young paper stars of Tanzania for to book a spot in the African Cup of Nations for under 23, which will go down in Moko next year. But here we have these young ladies doing us proud in the world stage, but no one seems to care, no one seems to bite an eyelid about their performance. Does so that show? that female football in Nigeria is still way behind male football. I, I, to a large extent, it's not just about Nigeria. I think um, without prejudice, I think um, around the world, um, people tend to pay more attention to male football compared to female football, Abdul Hamid. For whatever the reasons might be, we cannot really analyze that for now. Maybe we, it's a story for another day or it's a discussion for another day. It's like that around the globe, the excitement. Take, for instance, let me digress a little bit. Um, call the average Nigerian football pundit or football fan. He will give you the starting lineup of the Barcelona national team. He, of course, he tells you Dembele, he tells you Tenstegan and the rest. As the same person, um, the, fe uh, the female starting lineup, the average female starting lineup of the Barcelona female, the Barcelona female now, maybe once he mentioned Aziza Toshola, he mentioned one or two names, then you forget. So it's something global. It's not just about Nigeria. Now, for me, one excuse I want to give for this that, okay, the ladies, um, we've had, I remember the coach Yemitela of Blessed Memory. I remember this debate came up, sport pundits, both on the media, social, uh, sorry, um, the print media and, of course, electronic media. Of course, social media was not very common then. Um, I remember the debate where they said, oh, at this level, don't let the young boys, the under 17, when they won that tournament, is it in 2003, they're about 2001, I can't remember now. They said, don't let these boys, they are too very young, don't expose them to money. Let them develop themselves first, 
then the money will come. We call it delayed gratification. So I think, I think very strongly, Abdul Hamid, that might account for why people feel at under 17 level don't dangle too much incentives in terms of monetary rewards or other financial or material rewards before these people. Let them go. But again, that is an excuse. But for me, it doesn't suffice. They have gone to play. They also have needs they need to satisfy. Money encourages. Money do wonders. I think that is not an excuse. But whatever it is, that is the reason I think might have been, even if I think it's not a good enough reason, Abdul Hamid. All right, let's move. Let's talk about the Olympic Eagles. Yes, the Olympic Eagles, the 23, defeated Tanzania, the young Tefa stars of Tanzania by two goals to nil. Yes, Starboy, Guni scored a free kick to give Salisu Yusuf boys the lead encounter. Yes, before we got the because before we got the second goal in that encounter, courtesy of an own goal from the Tanzanian the, um, the young Tanzanian goalkeeper. Now Jonathan Eagles is not set to meet either of Uganda or Guinea in the last qualification series for the African or for a place in African on 23 just squad that'll be going down in Morocco. I mean Amza, yes. We hold our luck in the first leg, but then kudos must go to the to these boys for doing the job, for getting the job done. Yeah, for getting the job done in Ibadan. Yes, truly. Um, we must give um kudos to them. It's a job well done. Not much to say about this. Uh, for me personally, uh, like I have said before now, I expected nothing less than victory from this under 23 lads, and victory they got. And we are all happy for it and hope they get the job done um, going into the next stage. Whichever country they might face, Uganda or Guinea, again, on paper, these are no match for the under-23 uh, Eagles of Nigeria. But let's see how it pans out. Anything short of victory would have been a huge, huge disappointment. And good, they got the victory. And also, let me also give some um, accolades, or do I call it accolades now? Some kudos to the NFF for taking national team football back to Ibadan. Abdul Hamid, you will, you will agree with me that you can't remember when last any Nigerian national team had played in Ibadan. Can you remember, Abdul Hamid? I can't remember. Ever since I was born, I don't think any national team <laughs> has played here in Ibadan. So, it's a good one, and we hope um, it goes round. Let um, states that have good stadia get a feel of what it is of um, the national team playing at whatever level it might be, perhaps that would motivate other state governments to also put their stadia in shape. And in the long and short run, it will be better for sports development in Nigeria, football in particular, as the case may be. Abdul Hamid. Yes, Amza, yes, it's too early to start dreaming. All right, yeah, I'm not, I'm not didn't get that. All right, this is where we shall be putting an end to this episode of Sport Analysis Network Football. Yes, do not forget that Sport Analysis Network Football drops every Monday, 5 p.m. Nigerian time. You can join us on social media. The Twitter and this tweet at San in capital letters. On Facebook, Sport Analysis Network is the name. And on Instagram, Sport Analysis Network is the name. Do enjoy your week. Au revoir. Can you be- Yeah.